Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 Podcasts. We're your hosts, Suzanne Kearns and Missy Stevens. We want to help you through everything that happens in the ellipses, from your professional life to your emotional health. You're a mom and so much more. Let's figure out what comes next together. Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 Podcast. I'm Suzanne Kearns, mom and dot 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 writer, LGBTQ and sex ed advocate, and this week, COVID patient. Oh. I've got the brand new <laughs> lollipop to prove it. Just taking COVID fresh, test to prove fresh it. Test. And I'm Missy Stevens, mom and dot 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 writer, foster child advocate, and this week, college championship mourner slash recoverer and i'm just holiday vacation madness recoverer getting my life straight yes this is the week for it and we do not have a guest this week just because covid and life and holidays and we just thought it would be a nice little kickoff especially because one of our future guests who's going to be coming on laura vanderkamp is doing a really cool thing this week which is like a scheduling what is it it's like a calendar cleanse a scheduling it is intervention. Like a time tracking i'm yes. tracking that's what it is it is an you. intervention in your time and we've we've done a little bit of it ourselves of course you started and then got covid yes and i started and then traveled I know. So it's so not it the most it's not the yeah. most accurate tracking, but I'm really glad I did start it early because Dude. her her kickoff didn't start till the ninth. But I was like, yeah. I, I really need the help. So I started on the first. And I think in listening to her what's the book I'm listening to right now? I am currently listening to Off the Clock. Feel mm. less busy while getting more done. Um, so I've been listening to that for inspiration. And it sounds like from this book that she does the 30-minute chunks, um, but she also had a calendar download option. And we will put the link in the show notes for you all to go and sign up. I think, I mean, yeah. we can read a couple of the things you've missed already Monday through <laughs> Wednesday yeah, of her yeah. little alerts. But I mean, she has time tracking sort of thing. You can find all kinds of great information on her website. Yeah. Um, but you can also, when you sign up for it, you you get to download these handy forms instead of you having to be an Excel genius and do it. And I yeah. chose the option for 15 minutes because I feel like my time is that fragmented um, right. that I need to get a handle on it because I just splinter, splinter, splinters, the time confetti kind of thing. So sure. So I've been, are you doing the 15 or the 30 minutes? I just, I took yours that you started with and then sort of made it my own, but I'm doing the 15 minutes right now. And I think I will move to half an hour. Yeah. Because I, I've noticed that the 15 minutes stresses me out a little bit. Like I have to account for every 15 minutes, which I can, but I don't know. Half an hour seems to be a bit more workable for me as I'm yes. going along. But also I haven't had, like I said, a really normal week. Like we started doing this practice of prep work mm-hmm. in a post-holiday. It was right after the new year. The kids were going back to school and I was prepping and then I traveled yeah. Saturday, Sunday for swim, and then Monday, Tuesday to go to California. And so those weren't normal days. So the tracking is not even that valuable because like, that's not a normal day. So I don't know. I'm probably going to stick with that 15 minutes for another couple normal days and then consider going to half hour. Yeah. I think, I mean, the goal I think would be half hour because if you are doing deeper work and actually not splintering all your time into a million little pieces, then you should be doing things 
half yeah. hour at a time in theory. Um, yeah. But the fact that I found the 15 minute, I, I probably could have done five minute and I could have <laughs> filled it in. So I, that was eye opening to me just to know that I am allowing myself to ping, ping, ping that much with my time that I did need and could make easy use of the 15 minute for those for those few days before I got COVID. And then my calendar is now just watching Bad Sisters. <laughs> just, oh gosh, just, Bad Sisters is so good. Oh my God. I <laughs> I seriously paused the finale to come up and record. So I'm dying. It's not this mini episode isn't just mini because uh, it's just the two of us. It's because I need <laughs> to be the to shortest episode ever. You got TV to watch this time. Yeah. And uh, um, here's your update. Bye. And that's it. Yeah. Um, but no, I think uh, Oh my God. How long have we been wanting to talk to Laura? I'm so excited to have her. I mean, al almost since we started. I mean, we've talked about having her on since we started. So I'm I so know. glad it's happening. And I really, just those two days were so eye opening. Stuff I knew inside, really, but to see it on paper is really convicting. And I am also ping ponging everywhere. I am the model of if you give a mouse a cookie. I will walk around the house and be on my way to something and something will distract me and yep. I'll do that thing. I mean, just on my way in here, I started a load of laundry. Could have waited until we were done. I started like, a COVID test just because you were running <laughs> yeah. a couple of minutes late. Yeah. And I was running a couple of minutes late because I started a dang load of laundry. Like I didn't need to do that. So it really, we didn't talk about this beforehand. So I'm springing it on you. But I, I was having trouble coming up with what my word for the year would be. Oh. Even though I'd done some vision boarding and I'd really thought a lot about how I wanted the year to look, I hadn't mm -hmm. come up with a word. And I know it's not a requirement to have a word for the year, but I like it. I like words. I, I like do like a word it. for the year. And um, intentional is my word. Was that my word last year? It, you know, oh my God, did I just steal your word from last year? <laughs> well, you know what? Because I was going to use it again. Okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Apparently, we only like words enough to come up with like two. Oh, no, I got a COVID germ. One second. Oh, no. <coughs> oh, my God. That's good. Okay. Uh, well, but I want no, to be intentional. I... Oh, my God. I think it is yours. I'm having a flashback to this conversation. <laughs> Have I ever had an original thought in my life? I don't know. No, but, but I think I'm... it's so good. It's I'm so not good. intentional in my life. I wander no. around and let life just, like, billow yes. me wherever and... I want to be intentional about all the things that I'm visioning for the year. Mm -hmm. I want to really like when it's time to do that thing, do that thing and then put it down and do the, the other thing. Yes. Like I don't have to be all those things in every day, but when I am focusing on it, I want to be focused and I and don't feel like I'm ever focused. I think that this time charting is going to help a lot of yeah. that because again, even if you don't time chart forever, it's this idea of just being aware of yes. how time, the time is spent and being mm -hmm. intentional. Well, first, before you can be intentional, you got to be in reality of what's yeah. actually Maybe my happening. word for the year should be aware. <laughs> aware. Oh my God, that's exactly what I was. Missy, our brains are so scary. Okay, because first of all, this is you're seeing us work in real time because we yeah. did not talk about doing the we word of the year, but it makes sense for talking about New Year stuff that we would talk about the word of the year. And yeah. so, and I was thinking about last year's word of the year, which is the reason I remembered it, and then I remembered that I did not do it, so I was going to reuse it <laughs> again this year. Yeah. But then I had this whole thought circle of like, okay, I I can't be intentional until I actually know what the reality it's is so true. and yeah. have a snapshot of what 
what I'm being intentional about and like, yeah. what do I have to work with here? And so it was, I was like, maybe it's just being aware. And then you thought that, oh my God, we're freaking me out. <laughs> and um, we aware just and have the same set of issues. It's a miracle. <laughs> Once again, it's a miracle. This podcast happens. <laughs> Well, I haven't hit publish yet. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. If you were looking for a sign, people, that miracles exist, <laughs> mom and dot, dot, dot is one. <laughs> we share one brain. And that's why I can't do things when you're out of town. That's why my body had to shut down with COVID because I was like, there my other half my brain's in California. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So Laura's going to have her work cut out for us. But um, yeah. for anybody who is not aware of Laura's work. We'll put some links to some of our favorite books of hers. But then again, this time chart, I think it would be so valuable to have mm -hmm. like, because we'll be publishing our episode with her in the next two weeks. So start doing it because it'll mean yeah. so much more to you if you have actually gone through some of this process and are kind of aware of some of her philosophical <laughs> her her research, yeah. um, basically, and how, how eye-opening this is for so many people. It really is. And life and come over to our Facebook group and talk about what you're doing if you're doing it. I mean, it's yes. helpful to hear how other people are doing it and just what you've learned. I think it'd be fun really to share that. some. I know. Do you have a favorite entry? I have a couple favorite entries for oh my, my gosh. Should we open them really quick? Will that break everything yeah. if I do that? I'm no, afraid to touch my again. It I was know. only a couple of days that I was doing it. Today. One of my favorites was I tend to do weird tasks when I am bombarded with a lot of tasks. My yes. brain will just pick one strange thing. Just be like, just go do that thing. And it's usually not something I need to do. So last week I found myself cleaning as in like washing my hairbrushes. <laughs> and so on my on my time tracker, it says clean hairbrushes in parentheses says why. Because <laughs> I don't know why I did it. And, but I had to put it on the time tracker. And that was really brought me some awareness. Oh, I know what other things I want to talk to Laura about. Like, because to me, my data brain thinks that I should have like really set categories. So at the very bottom, I can yeah. easily tally up like number of hours in each or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I have not been doing that. Like I had... Well, one thing I really learned, this is probably because I was soon be diagnosed with COVID, is I was finding myself setting my alarm and then I was snoozing for like 45 minutes. So I don't, oh, yeah. I want to give myself a little bit of grace that that probably yeah, you will not be my normal well. pattern. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then so. following that 45 minutes of snoozing um, was a half hour of scroll hole, which is mm -hmm. what I have fondly named, just kind of looking at my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a category called wake up track, which is just kind of like, get up, take my medicine versus just kind of that little wake yeah. up routine. I spent a lot of time like naming my categories and putting I right did do that. I think that that's, <laughs> I think that's an upfront cost as far as like, I think that's like mm -hmm. heavy in the upfront. Um, yeah, day one was like spent time figuring out how to track and what the yes. spreadsheet was going to look like. And yeah. And I, like I think that's that legitimate. Crap, so. I think people can do that. And then, oh, I have a lot of college. I have a separate scroll hole category for college stuff, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. hopefully coming. Well, it's never going to come to an end, let's be honest. But uh, Zoe has you should be getting to a lull. Yeah, right? Zoe has officially yeah. done all Finished. but one of her. Okay. And the last one that's left is just filling in a portfolio thing. So okay. um, everything we have narrowed down to the top 10 places where she will be going to school. Uh, which That's is kind of a weird exciting. feeling. Yeah. 
it's like knowing that one of these will be the place where she goes. So. After all this time of what ifs, like we're still in the very much what if, like what if yes. you look here and do you, have you thought about this? And yeah. Yes. So it is, it's very, it's kind of, it's nerve wracking too, because I keep on, everybody's deadlines are right now. I think the yes. latest ones will be like January 15th and what happens if on January 18th, you discover like this really cool school that you'd never heard of before. So then it wasn't meant for you. I you would have heard about it. That's I okay. know, but I just, I keep on just having this in the but back Transferring of my is a thing. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want her to do that. You know, I wouldn't want my kids to do that if they didn't have to, but that is a thing. Yes, I know. So yeah, well, hopefully then that means that college scroll hole will be going away yeah. oh and then i have officially start tracking that took a half hour just to, uh -huh. Uh -huh. just to like save my document mm -hmm. um oh i started doing the vision board thing like you did based on amalavita but then you combined yeah. it with canva and used yeah. their little setups which was really super cute so i decided and i wanted canva to do that has so much that. fun stuff and then instead of doing that i did placed an amazon fresh order <laughs> And then I have a category called college useful. That's when I actually oh, am actually like helping to edit productive. an essay or yeah. something like that. Um, yeah. A lot of podcast stuff. Oh God, that's the last thing I did before I collapsed into my COVID hole was edited last week's yeah. episode. Um, I, I have a, a lot of um, our little text group. Yes. Got a color. <laughs> yes, they have their own category. Which yeah, one I of my entries is... Uh... Like I was texting with y'all and then playing with TikTok filters. Yes. And had a complete panic about did I have a lazy eye I didn't know about, which I made y'all all look because the you filter. You need to post some of those. I don't, I gotta, I'm going to have to get them off of our chat, actually, because I think I deleted them. Um, you know who you look like? And one of them is Princess Fiona from... Um, Shrek? Of Shrek. <laughs> when she's good. When she's, when she's an ogre? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. There's one of them that looks like a Princess Fiona. <laughs> that just made me snort. Uh, <sighs> but I'm sure I had a lazy eye. So like on the entry is called Mark to come look at eye. <laughs> like I made him come from the other room and be like, I girl's hide and didn't know it. So don't play with filters if you are prone to worrying about weird shit that doesn't matter. But then, okay, so here's another thing I wanted to ask you about. And I kind of, I think maybe Laura does this based on the stuff I've read of hers or listened to her read to me. Um, is It's kind of fun to have as like a little diary. Yes. So when I have read, I put like, uh, my friend gave me this book. I'm so bummed. This is someone who I want to bring on the show. Um, the author of this new book called Screaming on the Inside. And yes. my friend Allison said she's a literary agent had an advanced copy of this yeah, and we were gonna I, get to go see her right yes it just happened to be she gave me the book like two nights before and then i was in book people with zoe just kind of randomly because we were picking something up at rei and we popped in there as as one does at book people you just get sucked into its gravitational mm -hmm. force and there was a big thing for like her author event and i was like well this is a sign from the world i was just yes. trying to figure out a way to you know to talk her into coming on the podcast and reading her awesome book. Um, but then, yeah, that was the night I officially tested positive. So, yep. uh, but we'll definitely be, that will not be the last you hear that book. But I think it's kind of cool to be like, okay, I was reading, but I was reading this book this, because I always forget yeah. books that I read, blah, blah, blah. So oh, are you doing that too? Are you using it kind of like a little mm -hmm. diary? Mm -hmm. Especially with what I read and watch or like who I talk to. Uh huh. Like it's not just phone time. Like who was I on the phone with? And 
it's I find it kind of interesting. And granted, I only did it really well for a few days and then it's been real spotty, but it's interesting to look back. And I think if you do it well over time, mm-hmm. you do have a little diary and you can see who or what you're spending time on in a really more micro sense. Like yes. what kind of thing am I reading and what kind of thing am I listening to? I think so yeah. too. So I do think I need to get out of my data head and you know, have this be an easily populated tabulation yeah. of hours for each category. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, it just depends what you want to get out of it, too. Some people, maybe right. that's exactly what they want. They want to know how many hours they're sleeping, how many hours they're doing such and such. And mm-hmm. that could be a good purpose for them. But I kind of I want to double double purpose it and make yeah. it be because it is kind of like I have <laughs> I have a half hour of Wheel of Fortune bloopers where <laughs> my kids and I sat around and I probably exposed them to COVID. And we watched Wheel of Fortune bloopers after we watched our regular evening uh, yeah. episodes of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. So I was like, well, that's kind of fun to be able to look back at that. So anyway, I found I had it to really admit to watching like an hour of raccoon videos last week. <laughs> did you did you put that in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, well, and it you hurt? are on a raccoon kick. I'm telling you, the raccoon came to me. It came to me in that video, and yeah. I just could not stop watching it. And then the raccoons just keep coming. We shared this. I shared it in a text group that Suzanne and I are in. And one of our friends was like, no, 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 no. Raccoons are gross. They're dirty. They have rabies. They're mean. Like, not these raccoons. These are the these sweetest. Are, they're the sweetest raccoons. The kindest raccoons. And so then... Every time I open up any social media, there's a raccoon video because yeah. I've said it and the robots have heard it. And so I just think a pet raccoon might be in my future because a video that popped up recently was how to have a pet raccoon in the United States. <laughs> I don't think they use a litter box. They do. No. Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're very good little babies. The other one else did what I see? What are your dogs going to think? Oh, yeah. I can't have a raccoon. This is kind of in my um, my retirement oh. or my 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 next phase where I'm going to have not a farm, but assorted animals that I can't have now. You know who like you I'm... need to talk to is our former guest, Abby. Yeah. she does have a farm in fact i the last thing i saw on my scroll hole was a picture of her i think maybe hugging a cow like in her lap like lap dogging a cow yes Um, yes i want a cow that sits in my lap (laughs) which makes me think she may have acquired a new pet (laughs) i didn't dive i want a bird really badly i want there's some things i would like to have that everyone in my family is like ah no so I'm going to wear Mark down a little bit more and we're going to have a better space. Like I yes. can't, I can't have chickens where I am right now, really. Um, I'm going to have a better space and I'm going to have some things. And I think I one might be a raccoon. I love this for you. And you know what? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love this for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm it might just be me. I might wear Mark down to the point that he leaves. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Mark will get into it. He does not it. want all these creatures. No, Mark's going to get into it because I feel like you have mentioned before that since he needs more space for tools and to be able mm-hmm. to do all kinds of cool stuff. And you mm-hmm. talked about maybe even doing some type of maker space yep. whatever mm-hmm. that's the kind of space that would have room yep. for a raccoon and a bird that maybe right. a raccoon that eats a bird i don't know what a raccoon <laughs> eat. you might want to space these out they like cat food well they apparently don't like pasta i've watched this lady tried to feed this raccoon Ooh. lasagna spaghetti 
and I don't even know if it's the same raccoon. She has several that come to her window and they touch pasta and they're like, uh-uh, I don't want it. That's where they draw the line. Yeah, but they'll eat pretty much anything else. They like marshmallows, <laughs> cat food, Cheetos are a big hit. Like junk oh, is a big hit. You're kind of making me hungry. Know, you know what doesn't right? go away with COVID is my appetite. And my friend Allison, who gave me the book, also brought by a giant. <laughs> I thought it was good. She's like, oh, I left you some coffee cake outside to feel better. And I thought it was going to be like this little plate of coffee cake. Yeah. It is a gallon size bag stuff full of coffee cake. Like she just, I don't know, she oh, must have made a big I, helping. And so you've eaten all of it. I love coffee cake. It's so tempting too. It's really yummy. I've been kind of spacing it out because that is another one of my awareness slash intentional. Get back mm -hmm. to the word of the year that we're both going to share. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be aware of our intent. Is being more intentional and aware of why I am eating been it's been like a big I don't know I want to call it numbing because I'm not like I think it's just unintentional but mm -hmm. I've, I've heard someone use the phrase using eating to numb um yeah. and I think it's more just to zone out not yeah because I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm trying to necessarily numb anything but I guess zoning right. out kind of is the same thing so I don't know I'm just yeah being picky about which word I use for it but just I'm Board or I'm looking for an excuse not to do a particular thing. So I'll just mm -hmm. wander into the kitchen, grab a snack or whatever. Grab a little snack. So uh -huh. trying to be uh, more aware about that so that I can mm -hmm. be intentional about not doing that. <laughs> it's a one-two punch. <laughs> it is. Because yes. if you're, it is hard to be intentional about what you're eating if you're not even aware of the fact that you're just grazing. Yes. And which comes I mean, back to the time tracker thing, which I have to, especially if it's a, if it's is a, a half hour block, I could easily just have a half hour block of saying, oh, I'm editing the podcast for a half hour. And sometime in there, it just took a minute. I booped in and got mm -hmm. 20 slices of coffee cake. But <laughs> in my 15 minute chunks, just because I'm kind of slow about what I do, I, that does become a thing that becomes yeah. a, oh, Nope. I, you know, I got up from doing something to go do something else. And it makes me yeah. more aware of who is it? Is it Anne, Anne Lamott? I think she always makes me laugh. The bird by bird book. That's yeah. her, right. Yep. Um, she talks about when she, ever she sits down to write is like, oh, you know, the kitchen could use a good mopping. And when's the last time I cleaned out the For crisper? Sure. And, but my favorite is she's like, and do I need adult orthodontia? <laughs> That's my, <laughs> that seems like a really good time to research adult orthodontia. And I think about that all the time, mm -hmm. whenever I'm like, oh, just before I do this, why don't I go? Boop, boop, boop. And so. So yes, mm -hmm. I, the 15 minute blocks I think are going to be necessary for a while. And I am curious yeah. to ask Laura if that's where she recommends starting yeah. um, for people. The self-distraction is like a self-soothe. I, I want to find a name for it because I do really relate to that bit that Anne Lamont, where she always talks about finding an, um Louise Penny, who I love to talk about, who writes the Three Pines books, she talks about it as well. I think it's a very common creative thing that you have to get your distractions out of the way. But like, I do feel like it is some sort of coping mechanism is wrong. Like some, it's an avoidance tactic, maybe. Yes. Like, so maybe I should do all of these things or I'm waiting I'm waiting for some magic to strike. And I think maybe if I Google these 20 things or go make my bed or I've cleaned a coffee pot before when I'm, I like sit down to write and I'm like, I should have a cup of coffee. I'll clean the pot of coffee first. <laughs> and I will, you know, just 
Okay, now speaking of what magic, who's the big magic lady? Liz Gilbert? Uh-huh. Because I think it's her. I'm sorry if I'm attributing this to the wrong author. We'll look and find out. Uh, yes. Um, I believe she said that you, the more that that happens, the closer you're getting to the thing you're supposed to be doing. Like there's some weird part of your brain that like doesn't want you to do that or this, I don't know, your id, your bad part, your yeah. a mean, gritty your lady in you can tell that you're getting to something good and just starts firing on all cylinders to be like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. If you do yeah. that, then I can't talk you into thinking you're a bad person anymore. Or, What's the you know, last whatever. time you've conditioned your leather? <laughs> it, that's what happens. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yes. And then I should Google the best way to take care of that. And it's so crazy what happens to you. So, yes. Um, and I got to yeah. tell you, and I, I've mentioned this to you, and I've mentioned this to our text thread, like I've been really fussy like the past couple of days. And I do felt well, well, I, I don't even think it's that I think I've had too much time oh, without uh -huh. all those little again, are they coping mechanisms? I don't know right. when you can't go around and putter and do the things that are usually the things you do to distract you're stuck yourself. with just you <laughs> when you're just stuck. Well, and your husband is the case maybe <laughs> yeah. he's back to his office. But no, and part of it yes i've been watching a lot of netflix but even that I, there's just been a lot of time sitting around and laying there and you do you start thinking about a lot of stuff and with without being able to distract yourself from it you're like oh and part of it part of it is the call i finally did realize that now that zoe has all these college things in i'm like well that clock's ticking now yeah and part of me was like because yeah. i was thinking oh my god i can't wait till the end of march because that's when she gets all her answers about and starting to be able to make those choices and i'm like why the hell would i rush march right because then march is then march turns into may real fast yes turns and then that turns into the August. so i i aware now i'm aware <laughs> that <laughs> that is what i was doing and want to be more intentional of like okay so now I've realized that that clock is ticking. What do you do about that? And how do you get more intentional about the time you spend together? Right. And how yeah. do you want to really spend those 15 minute blocks together? And or... how are you going to be intentional about preparing yourself for when move in day comes? Mm -hmm. That you are, you've done the work, even though you never know how you're really going to respond and you know, it's going to be sad and painful in a lot of ways and exciting and wonderful in a lot of other ways, but like you have to do some of the work to give yourself some yes. framework to handle that but and that's and a lot of what we are doing here as far mm -hmm. as making sure that you got your own stuff to do so yeah. it's not just a hundred percent that's why i do i mean i'm glad i'm going to be backing off a little bit off the college stuff and focusing more on my own my yeah. own future planning um yeah. but then again there's there's also another boy in the picture <laughs> i still have my son yeah, yeah she's not your only child <laughs> when she goes to college but then you get to focus all your energy on oh him. my that's God. what i always tell my youngest don't tell him that he'll run for the hills i'm like you know how your brother had three years of life with just it was just us and him yeah, but he was young and didn't appreciate it. And you're going to be old, and you're going to know that it's just the three of us for three years. He's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> no, that is very scary. Oh, and that has made me aware of something else because I almost lost my mind before Christmas because the boy who would have had straight A's and should have like a ninety-eight percent in math 
mm-hmm. has like a B because he didn't turn a couple of things in that were reminded and mm-hmm, re-reminded. Mm-hmm. And me, I was assured that this had been done. And then it was like, oh, oops, so you mean that one? And so that, again, it's just the kid's got enough on his mind. He's dealing with all his, oh, I've got yes. an update on the Schroth therapy and stuff. But, I, and, you know, he's a teenage boy. He's got some and stuff going on. And he's a great on. kid. And he's he a, a great, great kid. kid. And that's what, as I was about to lose my mind, we were seriously, like, we were at my brother's house. We were all making holiday cookies. I'm looking at this thing on the website. And I'm just like, you know what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But. And really, at his age, it really doesn't matter. But here's, like, this is automatically where my brain goes. to figure it out. Like any little thing like that, I'm like, okay, well, now he's got to be there. And does that mean then if he wants to apply to one of these fancy schmancy high schools that we have here in Austin, does that, is that going to impact that? And then if he doesn't get into one of those, is it going to impact something down the road? And so it's like, nothing can just be the one thing that happened. It has to be like 20 different elevated Mm -hmm. steps of how it's going to impact his future, which I just need to just, that I need to stop. Right. Because it can just be that B. It can just be a bee. <laughs> so I'm that I'm trying to be more aware again, aware about that uh-huh. and uh-huh. knowing that that is my issue. I mean, granted, we got to work on some, you know, time management, getting some stuff turned in or just being more aware of it. Yeah. Now so, is the time for him to learn that. Like middle yeah. school is the time to like you let him run that show. Yes. He dropped the ball. So now you can talk about it and it is just the B. But what are you going to do next time? Yeah. And that was the painful thing because I was trying to be the mom that was not intervening because yeah. it would have been so easy to like call that teacher and be like, what's he missing? Okay. Can you send it? I'll do have it. him do it. But I put him in charge of it. <laughs> and dang it. It didn't get done. Yeah. But he's a 13 year old boy. I don't yeah. know that he's learned a lesson for it because I don't think that he cares. <laughs> but... Yeah. He may not care yet, but he, he will. Not. Somewhere it's back in there. Yes. It's back in there. And I no. like my oldest now, he does not want my intervention. Sometimes to his detriment. Every once in a while I have to be like, I am the parent and I know things you don't know. So yes. I'm going to intervene here, whether you like it or not. But the positive side of that is he does take care of his stuff now. Yes. Partly because he doesn't want me in it, but because he had to learn a lesson earlier yes. where he was like, I didn't take care of my stuff. And it could have been different and it could have been easier if I had taken care of my stuff. And so, you know, yes, it happens. It's good to learn those lessons and it's good to learn them in the like really no risk zone of middle school. Yes. So, yes. I don't even know. How did I get to that? I don't know why we're talking about about how many kids I have. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it comes back to the word of the maybe. Okay. Since you're doing intentional, I'm going to do my word of the year is going to be aware because it sounds like I need to that needs to be. Mm-hmm. more and more as we're kind of talking through this that seems to be something that comes up i need to be aware of my own yeah. stuff before i mm-hmm. take it out to and the you world. can help me be aware <laughs> and i'll help you be intentional okay <laughs> we'll share we'll trade off depending on the day of the week can i yeah. the podcast has two words of the year and they are aware <clears throat> and intentional yes <laughs> and time tracking <laughs> Laura, fix us. Laura, fix us. <laughs> um, oh, what was the other thing I was going to, um, does this have to do with anything? Oh, I am being aware and intentional um, <clears throat> about, so I shared with y'all with my son's permission that he was diagnosed, when was that? Mm. August, September with scoliosis. 
Um, and he has been a champ. I talk about like letting things go. I mean, this kid has been the one thing he has not forgotten to do is his Schroth physical therapy, which he does almost every day. Um, and he's being so good about wearing his brace, but I do not, we kind of got lucky here. He had a checkup the middle of December where he had originally had almost a 40 degree curve, which is like borderline surgery as Mm -hmm. far as like, if it was going to continue getting worse. And it is down to 24 degrees where that's so amazing. I know where 20 is like, they don't even consider it really scoliosis anymore. It's kind of like, so this does not mean that other kids who are just as good as he has with physical therapy is kind of a luck of a draw, whether everybody is different. Yeah. Whether your scoliosis is going to respond, no matter how perfectly you do all the things, some kids angles just keep going up. It happened to be that his responded to it really well and who knows he's still even though he is what 511 now and 13 that he's barely started his growth spurt according to his bone measurements and so mm-hmm. who knows with growth spurts these right. the angles can change. grow again and we've tried to yeah. reassure him that if the next one you know it does go the curve does go up it doesn't mean that you're not doing it as well or it doesn't mean no. that anything you did is bad so as much as I want to give him all the credit in the world, I hate assigning credit to it just because whatever. But you don't I don't want do. to assign value where like like his We're, value as a person is attached to what he's doing. Yes. It's but just, then also if it doesn't do you go want to be right, grateful he's not doing it. Yes. Yeah, it's just you want to be and, grateful for where he is. But I want to celebrate the heck out of it. And I do I mean, if he hadn't been doing anything, it would have gotten worse. So yep. it was lucky that it did get better. Um, but the fact that he put the time and the effort into it is just amazing. But it also made me be like, wow, human body can really respond to someone who actually puts some effort in. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Maybe if instead of just sitting there and clicking the timer while he's doing his 60 second planks, I should, you could plank as well. I should do it. God, I um, hate planking. I so really it, hate planking. You know what? And I got to tell you, 13 year old boys aren't big fans of it either, but he freaking does it. And I mean, I can tell. I mean, I, we were trying to be chill about the improvement and his doctor was super chill about the improvement. So we were like, oh, maybe it's not that big of a deal. But then like three weeks later, we went and saw his physical therapist for the first time after that meeting and her mind was just blown. She's like, no, do you understand what you have done? She's like, I've never seen it to the point where she's like questioning the accuracy of the first x-ray <laughs> she's like this does not happen you need to be so proud of yourself for he's like, really put in the work and she was following behind him as he was doing some of his exercise she's like look at those back muscles look what you're doing and she's usually just kind of like even keel whatever but she was yeah. just like you're doing the work and it's true i mean you can see he's getting he can't see it so we even videoed it for him we're like you just yeah. see your freaking back <laughs> like look at your back muscles um so yes it's made me really see like literally in front of my face what the human body is capable of doing when you actually put in the work that's a good message for someone whose human body needs some effort put into it yes and i I mean he's not running marathons he's not counting calories he's not you know it's not for a weight loss it's not whatever it's just being strong it's being strong and and 
using your body. I mean, we're, we're not picking berries and chasing bears around or whatever. Well, I'm chasing the dog bear around, but yeah, um, the human body is not meant to sit around and play video games <laughs> for hours a day. And the fact that um, he's doing these physical things and, and really being able to see the difference for himself. So I'm like, okay, I need to be aware of that and then intentional about participating. And, and sometimes I do do it with him, but then sometimes I'm like, you know, it's a lot easier to sit here in this beanbag and press the buttons and time you. <laughs> so, and so I just need to be like, you know what, if a 13 year old boy can take care of himself, then this 50 year old woman needs to get my stuff together. Right. So, right. yeah, so that was a big learning, which has, again, for the time tracking, being aware there is time in the day. He spends probably 15 minutes a day doing it. It's not huge, right. but I have seen the incremental benefits and it's been three months. It's so not like great. it took him years. So that has been very, very inspiring me to in many ways. In yeah. Many ways. So yes, that has yes. been my inspiration for the the word and the time tracking and all the things. I love that. I love it. I love it. So, okay. I think we're good. We're good. Are we doing a look, listen, learn? Oh my God. I have so many things I've been looking at. You have looked at a lot of things. (laughs) I need to go finish my uh, finale of Bad Sisters. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I watched the second season of Emily in Paris. Remember that was the one I listened to when I was painting. Oh yeah. We were painting. So I've never watched it. Do I watch it? it? No. I, you know, I don't, I don't recommend. When what did just I just listening? read that it's like, I can't remember what that article compared it to. Dang it. Just eating but marshmallows out of a bag. To... <laughs> it's not meant to be this thought provoking show where you're just like glued. It's meant to be like brain numbing. Well, it's Darren Star. I mean, it's Mel oh, Rose. Oh, it place. is Darren Star. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That was because I did not see that as I was painting. I never really put that together. Right. And as I was watching it with my actual face, I was like, oh, Darren Star, there you are. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes mm-hmm. so much sense. I'm like, oh, that could be yeah. Heather Locklear. Oh, that could be this, this, that could be this. It just happens to be in Paris. Yeah. It's just, and that's why I do enjoy, and that's why I still watch it. And it let me practice a little of my French. They do a considerable amount of the show in French, which oh. made it a little hard when I was painting. I was like, I know most of this, but I'm kind of missing it. Um, but it was kind of fun for practicing a little bit of French. Yeah. And yeah, I texted my friend Alice and I was like, tell me something else to watch. Even I can't do this anymore. Oh, shoot. That was another one that I watched because one of her authors has the book, Tell Me Lies. Oh, uh huh. So I watched all of that too, because I never watched that either. Yes. So I watched that and that was actually, especially after Emily in Paris, I was like, oh, a little bit more meat on the bones as far as just, it was really still kind of that. Oh my God. So much sex. So much sex. Oh my goodness. So yeah. Speaking of sex, have you watched the sex lives of college girls? I was scared to. So a friend of mine told me it's actually delightful and fun. And so I haven't watched it yet. I just wondered if you had seen it during your convalescence, but I, I might try that next. I need, she said, it's not like Emily in Paris, whatever. It's uh-huh. a little more than that, but that it's fun. It's Mindy Kaling. Well, that's uh, what I thought that would be a safe one. But then I was like, my daughter's going to college. I don't want to have to think about this. I but then, so I made the I'm mental choice. You, the sex to... life of this college girl was not TV material. <laughs> No. Well, and then, well, so I was watching Tell Me Lies instead, because I was like, oh, well, these are like 
people in their 20s. I don't have to think about my daughter in college. And, but then it all takes place in college. And it's so naughty. It's so naughty. <laughs> I, Allison's like, are you like covering Daisy's eyes? <laughs> Luckily, would I you have... watch it with Chris or should I just watch it by myself? No, no, I didn't no? bother watching okay. it with him. It's very, it's, I don't want to gender television, but as far as if you're kind like, oh, show. is it a girl show or whatever? I, at least as far as what I know his interests lie and how far on the spectrum of things that are kind of quote unquote girly. Um, it was, mm -hmm. I was like, eh. And plus he He's was not already interested. in his office by okay. then. But it is nice that I have my, I've got my wireless headphones set up to the television so that I, so no one could hear me, but then, you know, it wasn't cranked so that the kids could hear it in the other room. But every once in a while, I'd be like, can anybody hear through my headphones? Am I sure they're on? This is I so thought naughty. of that. What was I watching on the plane? Oh my and gosh. Like, that's the worst when something naughty comes that. on the plane. It was, I love that for you. Have you seen that? No. It's Molly Shannon and Vanessa Bayer. Oh my gosh. And, that sounds amazing. Um, I only watched like two and a half episodes because of course I watched it on a plane. I didn't start it till pretty far into our journey, but um, there were, I don't even remember what scene it was. It was just kind of loud and obnoxious and... I thought, oh my God, I hope nobody can hear all of this. And I realized, of course they can't. I have it in my <laughs> headphones, but um, yeah, it's cute. It's kind of cute. She's a unqualified Vanessa Bayer plays somebody who gets a job as a home shopping network host. And then Molly Shannon is like the home shopping network host OG. Yeah. And oh my I'm gosh, that sounds so cute. It, okay. Well, I'll have to yeah, add it's that worth to checking my out, list. I think. And I also was watching, um, dang, I was going to look and see which host to told us or which guest rather told us about this. But I can't remember, but it's ghosts, not the U.S. version, but the BBC version of ghosts where a young couple inherits a house and the house is haunted, but it's a comedy. Okay. And the ghosts are really funny. And I had watched a couple episodes of the U.S. version and it's fine. It's just I didn't didn't feel compelled to watch more. But the BBC <laughs> ghosts, I really like the young couple. Uh -huh. I think they're just funny and um the ghosts are a little funny. And of course, they all have British accents. And that helps all television Aww, shows, I think, for some reason. Um, That's why I'm liking the bad sisters, too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Those Irish sisters are the best. <laughs> uh, but yeah, ghosts, if the BBC version, I don't know. I'll have to find it here because, again, I started that on the plane on the way home. Um, for some reason, the I Love That For You was not coming up on the way home. I don't know. But it, it had an option. They changed it on the flight back. I have no idea. But so, they had a naughty scene that you were trying to hide. I don't remember what it was that I was like, mm, I, I hope know. no one knows I'm watching this. Hear this? <laughs> it didn't. I don't remember it being visual. I remember it being oh auditory, but I don't know what it was. Well, oh. every time when I was watching the Tell Me Lies, which isn't saying much because, like I said, there is a lot of sex, <laughs> but. Every time it was a particularly raunchy scene, Chris would come in, walk through the room, and he's like, seriously, <laughs> what are you doing? I was like, I'm supporting Allison and her author. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Same with um, the sex education. We've talked oh my about God, that on the show so before. That's so. Yeah. And you never know. Like, I can't watch that kind of stuff when the kids are home because they are very good at walking in at just the wrong time. And I'm very bad at stopping and turning it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you pause it, it's always right in the worst spot. Someone's yeah. So I'm like, pause, turn off the screen. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I think. Is that all I've watched? Oh, Fleischman's in Trouble. That's the one Chris and I are watching oh, together. Yes. Oh, my God. And does he like it? I've heard so it's good. great. Yes. Okay. 
it's really i don't know if he's into it as much as i am because i keep making him like not watch football when i want to watch it <laughs> but i no, he's he's into it just not because i like oh i had to turn off your game the other night missy tell us about your game it got to well, the point where i don't I just blame you for it turning anymore. it off it made me sad for them <laughs> tell us about so... your game bad so for anyone who doesn't listen regularly or doesn't know but i went to tcu i'm a horned frog i am a loyal horned frog follower i'm not a big football follower but i am a horned frog sports follower and my friends are like diehard sports nuts followers they're very good at it we've gone to games for years together and i love it love it and we have been very patient through some bad bad years i mean when i was in school there was bad but I went to every game and just watched them get their butts handed to them. So we've been through a lot as Horn Frog fans and then surprisingly had an amazing season this year. Yes. Like incredible. No losses until the Big 12 championship. And then they lost to K-State. And then we all went to the Fiesta Bowl over New Year's, which was amazing. So and fun. they won. They beat Michigan and it was a great game. It was a fun game. And on the high of that, we were like, we're going in the national championship, as in we are actually going to see these horn frogs play in the national championship. I bought plane tickets, like standing in the parking lot, the stadium at the Fiesta Bowl, bought plane oh my tickets. God. And then we had to bid to buy our tickets to the game. It was this whole ordeal. So I flew back to L.A. on Monday. I, I left my home at 345 in the morning. My plane left the ground at 6 a.m. The game was at 430 I mean, by the time it was all said and done, I, I was awake like 23 plus hours before I finally closed my eyes and then I slept a few hours and then I went back to the airport and came home. But oh my God. the game was awful. We do not know that our football team showed up. I'm not sure who those people were. Oh, I feel so bad they for those were playing boys. Georgia. As Chris and says, Georgia, Georgia is a professional football team. Like they are. I mean, the Georgia the quarterback NFL. is 25. That okay, he told me that as I was just leaving the room to go grab something. And I was like, how's that even and I was just like, what? And I never followed up with him about that, but like that doesn't even yeah, seem he legal. He started a community college and he had like he had eligibility left and yeah, he's twenty five. For he's a grown ass man. Um He should and be we in the were NFL. short one of our first string guys, but that I mean that alone should not have been enough for how they did not play. It was oh. really bad. It was really bad. I feel very bad for all the seniors on the team. It does not discount the fact they had an amazing season up until yes. then. I just I don't know what happened to them that night. And these frogs don't leave. We stayed till the very bitter end. We had some very nice Georgia fans around us. We're very kind. After the game at the hotel, we got in an elevator with a guy from Georgia and he said, good game, y'all. And we all looked at him and died laughing because we were just punchy by then. It was, <laughs> it was not a good game. <laughs> <laughs> it was not and he started dying laughing and he goes yeah no i mean i had fun but no that was not a good game for you. <laughs> like, no it was not it was not there was a lot of head padding by georgia fans because they're more Aww. like they play on this level all the time yes and so they're like oh you cute little school but i'm like I, those boys earned the right to be there they just did not fulfill that once they got there Aww. the weather in la was horrendous i feel really bad for california any of our california listeners i'm so i mean it's bad there i know like i've it's been just, seeing the pictures and the yeah and they're still in evacuate. a drought it's not going to fix the drought but it's just a mess so la was underwater we left the game and had to wade through like knee-high water to get to our charter bus that was taking us back to our hotel oh my gosh it was i mean so when i say wet i'll post some pictures like drown rat 
wet wearing a poncho still getting soaked my I brought home soaking wet shoes I was so glad I had another pair of shoes in my suitcase I mean just okay now in Texas we are no stranger to crazy rain and flooding but you're talking like Texas level beyond yeah yes ponds everyone just I mean it's just raining so and that's downtown LA yeah wow yeah it was just and I mean coming out of the stadium which is an amazing stadium incredible SoFi is if you ever get the chance to see anything there like that place is amazing but it's no one thought about the fact that it might rain someday it doesn't it has a roof but it like is a canopy that hovers Uh so there's open space all around the top and like water's just blowing in there's open space around the sides the whole stadium and so every surface was wet one of my friends saw someone just fall and I mean like blood hit their face like Everything was slippery and dangerous. Oh. So if I has to figure that out, because I know it doesn't rain often there, but when it does, it's bad. And then coming out. So what out, made it more it was, slippery than another outdoor stadium? Just because they I hadn't just, thought that that mixture with the maybe, water? Maybe the ground just wasn't the kind that should be wet. I have no idea. Okay. Like, I mean, everything was just, I mean, the handles of everything were wet because it was humid. And like we were... You didn't feel like you were getting rained on in the stadium, but you could see the rain blowing in. And so it was just this like. Someone was getting rain on them up there. You had the good seats. (laughs) We had better seats, but we did have some friends who were up pretty high and she said they weren't getting rain on, but they would see it, you know, coming in over them. And so it was crazy. And I kept thinking LA can do better than this. But also I know they, there's no way anyone can prepare for record-breaking rain. Yeah, And then like the area around the stadium, it's not all finished. It's a fairly new situation and we had to go a long way to get to this bus that we had paid a good amount of money for the, if they picked us up at the hotel like they said they would got us where we were going and then to get home anybody who had paid this company which was you know us georgia fans all these people were going looking for these buses they we, it was hard to find them and then once finally a guy from the company comes with like this tiny american flag and he's wearing a <laughs> yellow poncho and he's like are you looking for this and we're all like yes and so we follow him. He's like, follow me. Well, he leads us right through like, oh, my God. I mean, water. W- one place I swear would have been up to my chest. And we found a place where it was up to our knees to cross through. Oh, my so gosh. It was, it was an adventure. We made a lot of memories. So we, I'm guessing maybe he just couldn't drive through that. Uh, they weren't planning to get too close anyway because okay. of the traffic around there. So he t- okay. I mean, he told us like the guy who dropped us off. He was like, so I drive the bus sometimes. Sometimes these other guys do. We should have several buses coming to pick people up. They were supposed to run every 10 minutes. I don't think that happened. But he was like, it could be me. It could be a couple other guys. Most of the buses are black. Some of them are white. Some of them are big like this. Some of them are small. So we were like, okay, so we're looking for a black bus or a white bus or a big bus or a small bus. <laughs> and he explained. And maybe you or be... maybe someone else. Okay, bye. Right. And he was like, we'll be here. And it didn't make a lot of sense. But he, they did give us a map. Like in an envelope, we had a map and a business card. And I have a picture of my friend holding it like it's raining so hard. The map is just disintegrating. Oh, no. So, and no one, a lot of people clearly didn't even keep track of their maps. They didn't. Other people, strangers were like, are you looking for whatever? We're like, let's just stick together. And we called the number on the business card. Nobody's answering. Our driver did not know where he was. I think they might have hired him off the street to drive that night. Oh, and. He's making hotel stops. He pulls up at the first one and he's like, everybody for whatever. And the whole people, everybody on the bus is like, no one's staying here. So he got mad at us, had to pull out and get to another hotel, but no one was staying there. And then he passed our hotel. Oh, no. 
And we thought he did it on purpose because he was going this way and our hotel was on the other side of the street. So we thought he was going to drop people, make a uh-huh. loop and drop us. So he gets to the last place and the buses, it's, there were eight of us in my group and then probably five to seven other people going to this hotel. So a good number of people still on the bus. And he's like, this is the last stop. And we all said, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> you have to take us to the Westin. <laughs> and he goes, oh, the Westin's not on the list. And we're like, but it's on my it list. Is. He goes, I don't know how to get there. And we're like, we just passed it. So a friend of mine gets out her phone, pulls oh up GPS, God. and gives the man directions to the hotel. How far out and are you by now? Not very far. Luckily, okay. it was all within, like, we weren't very far from the okay. stadium. And this group of hotels were all, like, kind of in the same, probably, I don't know, half a mile. Like, it wasn't far. Picturing you, like, in Sacramento or something. <laughs> right. I mean, luckily, we were all close between the airport and the stadium. Like, it was not, it not wasn't, like, a big area. and it, But it was pouring down rain. There's ambulances. You know, it's bad traffic. It's raining. So there's accidents. So there's ambulances and cars pulling out. And I was like, these are not the memories we expected to make. <laughs> yes. It was fun. And there was no sleep. And it was great. And we did fall. I mean, we fell asleep that night. I shared a room with three other women, like just laughing, you know, oh. just telling stories from the day, just laughing because it was crazy fun. And I'm glad I went. And I just wish it had been a different outcome for the team. <laughs> well, definitely memorable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. So memorable. We will never forget it. And it was a great run to do. (laughs) I'm just going to remember the rest of the season and all the fun I had and all the like, I mean, I was at their first game of the season. Was I their first? No, it wasn't their first, but it was close. Like Labor Day. Yeah. I saw them play. And that was like the first inkling of like, hey, this team might have something. Yeah. You know, and then to be at their last was a little sadder, but still. (laughs) Well, there's always next year. That's what I said. And the national championships in Houston next year. So I'm like, oh, it'll be so easy for us to get to. Yeah, just drive on laughing because what are the odds we're really going to be there next year? (laughs) Well, Chris had a fun journey with his friend who they have an agreement that anytime the Washington Huskies are in any type of bowl game that they will travel. And it was, you got to go to San Antonio. You went to San Antonio. I think that's probably where he brought home the little COVID from. But yeah, a little COVID. but it was still it's such a fun thing for him to get to do with his friends. And it was fun that it was nearby because usually it involves right? flights and all like what you had to go through. And I'm so thankful I got home because the flights have been it's been because the weather, lots of things were canceled. And, oh, well, and then today and then today I had a couple friends flying home today and uh, yeah, everything shut down. This is the day. And whenever you're, li- well, it, they'll be listening tomorrow. I mean, I think we're yes. recording and tomorrow, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, as of to the day you're listening, yesterday was the day that the FAA shut everything down. And I really am curious to what happened. Like my inner conspiracy theorist is going wild. That's so scary. <sighs> going mess on? What's going on? About. Uh-huh. Really thankful People I just got need home. to behave and be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just get their computer systems upgraded. <laughs> One or the yeah. other. <laughs> and I feel like Horn Frog fans deserve a lot of credit because to go to the Fiesta Bowl, that was the week that Southwest canceled everything. Oh my god. And gosh. everything fell apart. And so a lot of I mean, I had a friend who drove from Little Rock to Dallas, from Dallas to Phoenix. Phoenix back to Denver where she lives. She was in Little Rock for Christmas. What? She did all that to go to the game. And we had other friends who drove, some friends flew, drove from Florida to Dallas, then flew from Dallas. Like people made effort to get oh to that game. And though my friends, of course, are not the only ones. Like there was a whole hashtag road toads <laughs> and, and frogs were on the road. 
like we fought hard to get to the Fiesta Bowl and then we all showed up again at the national championship. Like get a little credit for the you support. Get a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've paid it. Well, unfortunately, I've paid attention to my college recently because that's where those four uh, students oh, were murdered. No, I think about you every time I hear a news story <sighs> about that. It's not what it's you so want cool. people to know University of Idaho no. for, but I do not follow their sports, although my brother does um, very oh, Yeah, I bet he does. Oh my gosh. Well, good for you for going. I'm sorry I didn't it was have a fun. outcome. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I'm glad it was an adventure. I'm glad you didn't have to go to the weird hotel that we stayed at for mom too with the double decker elevators. <laughs> that would have been a memory. <laughs> Another memory. That was the official hotel of our school. I guess like there were tra- official travel packages. Yeah. Which we didn't do. That was the official hotel. And like, should I warn them all that the mm-hmm. elevators are double decker? And if they see an entire elevator of flight attendants disappear, it's not magic. <laughs> Do not scream at the top of your lungs. That's my favorite story from mom too ever. Oh of our, the elevator's opening and then they open again and then people were gone. Oh, yeah, we should. I think we've explained this on an earlier episode, but just yeah. for anybody who did not listen to the episode, I can't remember the name of the hotel, but it's in Los Angeles. It's the Intercontinental. The Intercontinental. And their mm-hmm. elevators are double decker in the mm-hmm. sense that... The floor of one is the ceiling of the other, which I guess is, I don't know, it helps them. So they can load up one, go down, and then load up the other and whatever. Yeah. But if you've had a few drinks and you are not aware of this. And and also sitting very near, we also probably had a bit of a contact high and go with a couple drinks. Oh, that's true. There were some people partaking. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so we're just standing there, chat, 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 chat. And the elevator was really full of these. That's the other thing. It was an elevator full of just the cutest, what is the Singapore Airlines. Singapore Airlines. Perfectly quaffed. Yeah, quaffed. They all match. They've got the matching uniforms on and everything. And we're like, oh, no, we'll get the next one. They close the elevator door. And like a second later, they open and they're gone. And we were sure that they had all just plummeted to their death or we had all imagined them. Like, how do we all collectively have the same hallucination? It's like, you just saw that dude, didn't you? Anyway, so, yeah. There happened to be an employee nearby when we all screamed. And the employee was like, is everything okay? We were like, the 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 elevator the people they they're gone and she's like they're double decker ding dongs so like, okay she's like yeah they're six it. feet underneath you they can hear you <laughs> and it was something out of like like a freaky like twin peaks type tv it show you know was. like because they were perfect and beautiful and they were silent they were and silent. we were like oh we'll catch the next one doors closed Bing, Open, no more gone <laughs> That someone needs to recreate that for like a, a scary glass movie. onion or whatever that show is. Or it was very freaky. I'm still, I kind of got goosebumps thinking about it again. I, that <laughs> scream was legit. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was really funny. I think about it all the time. It made me laugh. It's my favorite memory from that conference. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn at mom too? Uh, the elevators the are double decorated at the Intercontinental. <laughs> Oh my and you goodness. had to take the elevators all the way up to go all the way down. Oh God, don't remind me of that. I forgot that that was the most normal part of those elevators. Right, yeah. No matter where you went, you had to go to the 80th floor or whatever it was and then catch another elevator bank to go to the next place. You spent a lot of time riding on elevators. It's so bizarre. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, How is this like a two-hour episode? Yeah, probably. We got to go. <laughs> we have looked, listened, learned, talked about time tracking. Just... 
have to break. You got to go finish Bad Sisters. I oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I need to. I almost don't want to finish life. it. There's a season two. Oh, is there? I think so because I googled to before I could decide if I was going to get too excited about this. Um, that there is going to be a season two. I think I don't okay, know. I'm, I mean, I just love. Trust it. me, I loved it so much. Okay, I'm excited for myself to get to watch this. <laughs> you know, that's Bono's daughter. Did you know that one of the sisters is Bono's daughter? No, which one? The, the young one. Um, <gasps> really? Yeah. The yoga or not yoga massage lady? Um, massage. Uh huh. Oh my god. Yeah. So cool. I would have never. Never. No. Oh, that Someone brings up the whole another topic of what do they call them? Nepo, nepo babies. babies. <laughs> yeah. She's a nepo. But she she's a talented seems, nepo baby. She's very talented. I was going to say, I feel like she's there in her own right. She's super yes. talented. She's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. I. Re- she's yeah. one of my favorites. So the, and you don't know, so like, good. her name is not something. Bono, Bono. daughter. You know, like, you yeah. <laughs> it's not like Jameson and, like, Fredrickson. It's Bono daughter. <laughs> You're right. You don't know. The only reason I know that is someone told me, and then I had to go do a little goog of my own. Oh, well, that's what I'm going to do after the show. Well, after the show, mm-hmm. I'm going to go take a nap because this yeah. is the most energetic thing I've done in a week. <laughs> you did great. Yes, go Yay! rest. <laughs> this is the phase of COVID. This is the oh, test it of looks COVID. Great. I think you look great. <laughs> uh, I was hoping this was going to be negative. I really do miss hugging my kids. I get I to wave at them from a room away with a mask on. Wow, oh, that's oh. hard. I know it sucks. If you ever think you don't, uh, you need some time away from your kids. Being forcibly like, it's one thing when you go on a vacation, but to like have them there and want to interact, it sucks. All of our nightly right? Jeopardy games don't get to do anything. So I'm feeling sorry for myself, but yes, <clears throat> as you should. I'm a getting little wallow time is earned. Yes. But um, what was I going to say? I guess this is it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess this is it. Happy our New little Year quickie that listeners. went for like two hours. I can't wait to hit end and see how long this is. I, I may have to do some generous editing. <clears throat> yes, I'm sure there's some stuff in there that can come out. <laughs> but yeah, Happy New Year. Happy 2023 to everybody. And uh, I'm looking forward to this year. I know. Get those time trackers. Go look in the show notes so that you can download yours. Highly recommend the 15 minute to start and then be ready for our visit with Laura Vanderkam in a few weeks. All right. All right. Go rest. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the mom and dot, dot, dot podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you know someone else who could benefit from the episode, please be sure and share it with them. And while we're begging, please subscribe and rate us wherever it is you listen to podcasts. You can find links to all the things we discussed today in our show notes or over at our website, momandpodcast.com with the A-N-D spelled out. In between shows, find us over at the socials, including our private mom and community Facebook group. The links to that group and all of our socials can be found at momandpodcast.com. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you more than you know. Now go out there and make your ellipses count.